blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a nerve of steel Viva Las Vegas! We're live from Swan Drive. Welcome inside episode 10 of the Bench Life Sports Podcast. We have finally hit double digits. And in honor of number 10, I'm going to shout out Vernon Wells because he used to wear number 10. Alex Del Vecchio. Hall of Famer. Red Wings. Ron Francis. Lots of number 10s around the table. I feel like mine would be... Mine would be different. The one I was thinking of was Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So we're back again for another week, boys. Oh, we're back. And a little breaking news here. We're on iTunes. Oh, baby. iTunes? Played around with... uh, with the uh, programming schedule, and we have found a new media outlet. <laughs> iTunes has picked us up, very lucrative deal. <laughs> and uh, so, give us a subscribe, a listen, rate, comment. If you uh, if you don't like it, please uh, maybe keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> I don't do well with uh, constructive criticism. I'll be honest. I uh, want nothing but good, positive reviews here. So, well, anyways, with our intro, we were we were talking. We were listening to a little Viva Las Vegas because those uh those gold nights are hot. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we have to eat our words from the last podcast. Cause, Three of you do. Yeah, Colin guy, he 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 got it right. But Brando, Tom, and I, uh, we we probably spent at least a good five minutes just tearing apart it's been the, the Vegas Golden Knights entire season, though, right? It's just, I've never believed, and I think now I do because I I. I'm going to say I like them against the Sharks just based on how good Flurry looked and everything else. And I'm going to say one of my buddies, Ben Van Udegum, he listens to every podcast, and he messaged me the day we put that last podcast out, and he said, wow, I can't believe you guys are shitting all over Vegas. And he told me that he loved how they played. He loved how they looked like for a playoff team because they're just a bunch of piss ants. They have speedy forwards. They have big defensive defensemen that just flip the puck out of the zone. They don't do anything fancy. And if you break them down, you have to score on Marc-Andre Fleury, who's playing some of the best hockey in his career. And, like, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then they just worked that formula to a T and swept the Kings. Yeah, I hate it. I hate to see it, actually. I don't want them to succeed at this point. (laughs) It's stupid. They're defying, like, every expectation that's set forth for them. I'm doubling down on being a hater, though. Like, they won every game by one goal, and Fleury had a 97 save percentage. Like, it wasn't like, I don't know, the Kings realistically weren't a very good team, and they're missing their best defenseman for one of the games because of a BS suspension. Like, the Kings weren't a deep team, and one every game was a one-goal game. Jake Muzzin was out for two of them Yeah, well. I forgot that he was actually out. I don't know, like, that's, if Vegas was gonna, like, that seemed like a cakewalk. So, they totally outplayed the Kings, like, Jonathan Quick had, I think I saw, like, he had the best save percentage for a goalie that lost four straight games in the playoffs or something, like, it was ridiculous, they just couldn't score That was one of the best series for a goalie duel that I've seen, probably ever, the Kings just couldn't get any. I guess, like, a couple bounces went the Kings' way. Like we could be talking about like, like a fantastic series right yeah. now with two yeah. goalies standing on their head. I was looking forward to it. To be fair, like Vegas, like you said, they they dominated the Kings in almost every game. Like it wasn't really close. They outchanced them by a wide margin. 
Now, I think San Jose is a good matchup because they play a similar fast style, It'll be a but they actually have talent. The Kings, like, aside from their top line, like, they were exposed for how yeah. little offensive spark they have. Yeah. Well, they're just not a very fast team, and that's the one thing Vegas plays is with. They're, they're a pretty up-tempo team. Whereas the Sharks, they can, I think they can go skate just as fast as Vegas, and they actually have guys who can make creative plays. That's the thing. I thought, like, I took the Ducks in that series, and I thought, I thought the yeah, Ducks I were gonna too. do a good job of like slowing good one, the Sharks Randy. down. But good one, Randy. He's gone. Both yes. those teams, the Kings and the Ducks, looked so slow. They looked so lost against fast, speedy forwards. And I bought into the Ducks being a team built for the playoffs. That's yeah. what I thought. Isn't that too? just such an example of how the game has changed? Yeah, that's our the... mentality. Maybe like a little passe, and how like the bigger, stronger. But five the years playoff ago, playoff teams, the playoff teams, teams are quality. not playoff teams anymore. It's just yeah. speed. Pour one, out, pour one out for the for the big truculent playoff squads. Like, like when the Kings won their cups, their team was built like they had a bit more talent, but built pretty much the same way. They, they were just a big team, and there was like a modern day like kind of broad street bullies esque. Like yeah. where they still had offensive skill and stuff, but all their forwards were like over six foot one. They had yeah, a great that's, goalie. That's how the Bruins won theirs. Yeah, too, true. Right? It was the same. They were built. The playoff teams were the teams that were just bigger and nastier than where they were playing. Yeah, and they were like the defense first kind of teams. Like their top six defensemen were pretty stout, and they all had good goalies. And now you see like teams kind of going all in on the offense, obviously still relying on the goaltending, yeah. but the defense isn't the priority anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh's an example. Yeah, like, They want to clearly Justin Schultz as their best defenseman. Yeah. Vegas, like, who's their best defenseman? Brady McNabb, Nate yeah. Schmidt? I guess Shea Theodore. The Kings could use Brady McNabb. Shea <laughs> Theodore, <laughs> Theodore had a great series. He looked awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Those two were two series I did not expect to end early. No. Yeah, that was, I, I don't know, that was kind of poor. Poor hockey. It's like, just disappointing as a hockey fan. I didn't... Goalies are getting a word, yeah. but... Looking through my bracket, I didn't pick any series to be a sweep. Me neither. <laughs> I had the Devils getting swept by Tampa. I picked uh, Nashville getting swept, or sweeping Colorado. No, I even I put I put Tampa in five and Nashville in five. Yeah, Nashville in five. That's well, there's, the a, there's a sweep every year, series. so... Yeah. I just tried to pick one series I thought would be a sweep. You would have figured... Those, those two ones. were going to be. I thought they would be long ones. I had both of those series going seven games, and I had both the wrong teams winning. Yeah. So double L on my part. Yeah. I'm one for one on that. But yeah, cool. you're, the, you're the Golden Knights. Wait, do you have? Did you have San Jose or? No, I, I picked Anaheim to win, but I had Vegas over the Kings. Okay. Well, that's the way she goes. Yeah. I think my brother actually said he had. He definitely picked San Jose. I think he picked Vegas too. So he's he's got both. Uh, have you guys watched uh, much of the other series aside from the Leafs Bruins, which I'm sure we'll get into? That's pretty much all I've been doing the last two weeks. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I got a lot on my plate. I have been watching some playoff basketball. I don't necessarily have time to check out the. Uh, I haven't seen any Nashville, Colorado, actually. Now that I think about it, I've watched some Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Uh, That's been a bad series. Yeah. Well, I mean. Not a bad series because it's blowout goal scores, but it's just blowout games, yeah. Yeah. Every, back and forth. Like that's one of again. I just this first round to me has been like wholly disappointing. Like as the a Washington, guy that's not Washington, Washington Columbus, that's the best one, really and I really hope Washington wins tonight, just so we get like a possibility of a, a series. Yeah, could you imagine games. if they lost 
in uh, overtime again for a third straight. That would have been brutal. Back and they the played well. Player. They played well all three games. Yeah. Bobrovsky's just been great. Bobrovsky. What a... Bobrovsky. You're he's, off the case. Oh, he's back on the case. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's figured it out, I guess. Yeah. I, I got to shout out the Avalanche, even though they're down 3-1. Like, they've been in every single game, and mm-hmm. they've given Nashville a run for their money. Not a sweep. They scored first and. Nashville scored first last night, but that's the only game. three. Yeah. yeah, and McKinnon's kept his high play up, and I don't know. They're it's it's crazy how far they've come in just one season. Yeah, well, and then you got the Wild getting bounced by Winnipeg. Again, I I feel yeah. like they've been not dead yet. They've been like a bit better than I thought they would have been, but like Parise's out now, Scooter's still out. Yeah, like they've had some bad luck. It's pretty well over in that series. Yeah. I don't. It's looking good for a Nashville Winnipeg matchup, which I feel like is I feel like everyone had that. A great yeah. series. Yeah, that that'll that'll be a good one. I'm definitely a good one to check out. And Tampa, New Jersey is kinda again, I'm surprised like the series that's seen the most blowouts again is Pittsburgh Philly, which I thought would be close, and then the the one seeds against the wildcard teams have been super close games, even though it's three one series lead. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon and Taylor Hall have both been just putting teams on their back. Yeah. I don't know. It's the only reason the Devils got to the playoffs. Yeah. It was because of Hall. He's continuing it. Usually in the playoffs, though, they tighten down the clamps on teams that only have, like, one line to Because yeah. you're seeing them for at least four games, maybe seven. They usually game plan and be like, okay, we're just going to smother Hall this entire time. And Someone then, else has to Yeah, play. any team that's a one-line team. That's why Pittsburgh for a while had a tough time because they uh, didn't have anyone. That stretch between Crosby's second and third cup, they didn't have any depth to speak of. So there were times they had Malkin and Crosby on the same line, but yeah. they couldn't. They just couldn't get anything going. Or they had two lines that were getting smothered. But I think the recipe is you need depth to do something in the playoffs. But it's just you, you gotta and get that you, depth scoring. It's everything. Yeah. And when teams do somehow do it with one line, it's kind of a bit more of a shock. Because yeah. well, if you look at Tampa, I don't think they're not a physically imposing team. No, they're, they're not, they're not going to take a Taylor Hall and shove him in a locker and make his life hell. They're like some grit with like Cedric Paquette and Ryan Callahan, but that's more just like defensive responsibility than. Yeah. I wouldn't want to run into Victor Hedman, though. No, that's uh, that's. Did you true. see Brian Boyle at <laughs> yeah. the end of that one game? Yeah. Going out, uh, he just like. What was that game three? And when him and three. he was going at uh, Sergeyev. Yeah. Just he, anybody. He, could he grab, was just really. pointing at the guy. His eyes were like as big as dinner uh, plates. He was like, "I'm gonna effing kill you." <laughs> <laughs> he just looked like a madman. I wouldn't want to cross Boyle, no, man. He's kidding me. He's a tough was, guy. He was like smiling the whole yeah, time just, too. It wasn't like he was trying to be angry. Like, no. He was like. It was like, like okay, he, like something snapped. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He it was, was quite terrifying. He was psychotic. <laughs> yeah, man. So, are you gonna touch on that other series or what series is that? Is there the other, other one? series on the third. Yeah. What other games are tonight? Remember, I feel like we've covered every series. Oh, yes. Leafs Bruins. Yeah. That series is tonight. <laughs> Apparently, that's still going on. That that noise, I that riff raff. I haven't watched any of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. Haven't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least they're back in it. They had a big bounce they back sure performance are. in game three. Absolutely, man. You just gotta take care of 
You just got to nice. take care of home ice and then yeah. steal one on the road. That's Seriously, take care of business. Man. Exactly. Well, unless the home team just wins guess, every game, but yeah. no, but like it. I don't know. At least so uh, they're they're fine. If anything, they just had two really bad periods in the first two games that made the score look stupid. Like, they had a terrible third period in Game 1 where they were on the penalty kill the entire time. And then Game 2, the first period, they they were actually even, like, Kapanen scores that breakaway goal instead of pinging it off the yeah. post. And suddenly we have it's a... It's a different game. It's a different game. And uh, if you... I don't know. Zaitsev was on the ice far too much, just getting bullied out front. But for the most part, the Leafs, like, their shot totals were right there at the Bruins. I don't think they... Game 2, it was... It, didn't look like a blowout. It's yeah. just the game two. I felt like the Leafs, like aside from that first period, the Leafs actually had the better game. Well, even in the first period, the goals like uh, Boston's chances weren't spectacular. It was just Zaitsev not clearing anyone out front. It was one guy like Anderson. Anderson, though, like, I wouldn't pin any of those I on think, him. No, the worst play that Zaitsev made was when he followed Marchand around. No, but even he didn't even have the puck. Like, Even I know the Zaitsev had one literally go off him and in the net. Yeah. But that that's third, still, yeah, that still wasn't the worst play that he made that period. Ron Hainsey made a couple awful passes up the middle in that game. Yeah. He hasn't been good. But then in game three, it was uh, Gardner and Riley. They really stepped up. I thought they played unbelievable from the back end. Uh, I Marlowe. Yeah, Marlowe, man. He's in. Marlo, he was awesome. I I don't know. I, I it's a it's gonna be a competitive series. Matthews showed up for the first time in three games. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. That was a re- that was a laser beam. It was a nice goal. Yeah. I like Chara's a bit better. Who's yeah, McQuaid and Chara? The yeah, goal scorers of the Bruins. When I like, I see Adam McQuaid score, and I'm like, oh man. This oh, that's because that was not meant. To that was be. the goal. <laughs> way. I think that, that was, was just kind of squeaked through. Chara and Chara was like off the goal line, banged it off his head. That's the thing with Freddie. Like those were two weak. Should have had them kind of goals, and, and, and then at the third period he was sliced out. Yeah. No, but Not even on the McQuaid one, that's because the fourth line was out, and the fourth line in the other team zone, they're actually all over the place because you got uh, Kapanen and Janssen just skating like the wind. But once the puck was in their own end, if you watch that goal again, all three of their forwards were in the corner, and then Boston just flipped it out to McQuaid, and he's right alone, point shot and. Like I know Freddie, shit, like it, he, it like fumbled off him, but you shouldn't get a, a look that wide open. Like that was just complete ineptitude from the from two rookies. So it is what it is. I don't know. I I'm excited for tonight. Big game, big game four. In 2013, what happened was the the Leafs lost this game four, yeah. and then they went on to win game five and game six. James Ryan and Kidd in the game seven. And in that series, I went to Game Six. Oh baby! So I'm thinking that. Did you sell an organ or? It's, not, it's like 200 bucks, I think. No, oh, that's not. For so standing. I think I think <laughs> like, that if I if I might go to Game Six if there's. I mean, I why so they get the, lose in Game Seven? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> what? So they can lose. Yeah, game you're just no, no. I, I just want to. They won Game Six. No, but last time. If you're I trying know. to repeat the pattern, the it's pattern sounding like you want to. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Well, like, it's like if you maybe want try to, going to game five in Boston and then see, see, that's see not if a that's possibility. See if that yeah, changes yeah. it. I'd say we gotta we gotta change something up, man. You gotta gotta oh, change. The team should team. not be losing game six. I'm trying to say that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll still win game six and then. Uh, 
Maybe you know, game six is all they need. Maybe you need to make up the game seven from, road trip. From now maybe on. they'll lose in game five in the series will be over. <laughs> Either way, they're Could be. anyone counting out the Leafs are fools. Still, like, Even after the way the first two games went, I'm like, it's not going to be a sweep. No, there's no team. As much as, like, even though I was kind of going off on Twitter a bit with all my love for the Bruins, I, I knew it. it. No, I knew it wasn't going to be an easy series. You figured, like, game three, you figured the Leafs would I went in, like, I started, game. like, watching game three, I was like, this is a game, like, the Leafs win. Yeah. Well, if they lose that game, it's over. Yeah, right? they're yeah. dead in the water at that point. Yeah, no coming back. My prediction... Like, I picked Bruins in six, and I thought from the beginning they win the first two, lose three, Bruins win game four, Leafs win five, Bruins win six. Uh, I picked the Leafs in six, so just got to... Win out. <laughs> win out, baby, win out. <laughs> Who says no? Me. <laughs> well, you're a hater. My thing <laughs> is, I've watched this team for so long and been disappointed so many times that... Until it's actually over, I'm not going to be like, yeah, like it's done, they got it. Like, Wah, wah, wah. I've been disappointed so much by Boston in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, I guess like they've been there. No, you're on. No, the, the same year, the 2013 year. Yeah. And I am they so... They cup final and gave up two goals and... I would like, rather miss the playoffs than losing the Stanley Cup finals. I don't agree. I, personally, no. I don't agree. Yeah, I've never seen that. Never <laughs> yeah, seen I guess that's fair. The, the 09 series losing Game 7 to Pittsburgh was not like the fun. worst moment yeah. of my life. So I didn't go to school for like a week. The day <laughs> yeah, I, I came to go, school, I one of the, the teachers put Crosby pictures, like Marc-Andre Fleury's save in the last second all over the school, What's like the on thing? every locker, go, on every door, like, you like go to in my desk. And everyone around is going to be like a Leafs fan or like mm. majority of people who go to school. So if you cheer for another team and everyone knows it, after they lose, you go to school and your life's hell. Yeah, I like campaigned hard that year. That was in grade eight, and the, the year they won the cup was in grade eight, and I like turned half the school into Red Wings fans. It was like I was like politicking, <laughs> just getting like adolescent children to <laughs> develop into Red Wings. Getting any blowback ten years later? Uh, That's the not really. No one's blowing my phone up. <laughs> Jeez, what did you do to me? <laughs> They're at the basement. <laughs> Our uh, best player is Dylan Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what's, what are their odds for Darlene? I think they're fifth right now. So I, I want a top five pick. That's all I want. Yeah. I, I want Darlene, Svechnikov, Zadina, Tichuk, or Quinn Hughes. Those Should we do another draft lottery simulator? Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> let's check it out. What did they get last time? They got second last time. Yeah, when they did. Did Buffalo win last time? I think. Didn't the Rangers win? I can't remember. See, so yeah, I'm going to hit you with another week. I think week Dallas of... moved up again. Dallas was third again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna do our another another edition of our popular segment. Ray does the the Detroit Red Wings uh, <laughs> draft lottery. We so have the, we have the countdown here. The draft lottery is in nine days, two hours, twenty eight minutes, and fifty seven seconds. So oh, man. I will be patiently waiting to see the wings drop like two spots. So anyways, uh, let's get this draft lottery going. Montreal moves up three to the number one pick. Vancouver wow. moves up four to number two, and the Rangers move up three, or move up five to number three. A lot Detroit of uh, drop two. So not so, ideal. Not ideal. Montreal, Vancouver, Rangers. Rangers. Montreal. Montreal. Montreal's stupid enough that they wouldn't pick them though. Mm. Yeah. 
they uh, now they take the nice young defenseman and then trade him for like a mediocre yeah. French Canadian <laughs> former junior superstar or something. Yeah. Like Jonathan Drouin. Anyways, he can play center. <laughs> that was good. That was, was that Martin Bergevin? Is he here right now? I think he may have called in. Jeez. All right. Well, so we're we gonna shift gears to the other playoffs going on. I think here? so. We're talking a little. We, we're playing basketball, or basketball. We love a basketball. Beautiful. We should start a band. I think so. At least a rock, like uh, get rock band gear at the very least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're starting with the Raptors. Starting somewhere else. I feel uh, like the Raptors. They deserve to lead it off. Oh yeah. They've they've been great. Yeah, that game one, like that was. I figured if they won okay. that game, they'd probably roll because, like, just to get those game one demons off their back, they were losing yeah. at halftime. Family yeah. Elite didn't play. Like, that was the game to arguably lose, I guess. And they, they showed up in the second half and grinded it out. And then, and then game two, they just came out was, flying. Yeah. They set records everywhere. Yeah. They like most points in a quarter, most points yeah. in a half, most points in a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. John Wall can keep complaining about fouls, but. <laughs> You gotta you gotta put up a better effort than game two yeah, there. When Mike Scott and Ty Lawson are the only two like, yeah. scorers that are outside of John Wall, like Mike Scott's done pushing paper at Thunder Mifflin, now he's just hitting some trays. That guy's got the most whack tattoos I've ever seen. <laughs> he's got emojis on oh, his, no. his like neck yeah. and arms and stuff. He's balling out bad. though. He's he's one of the few guys that showed up like, to play. Yeah, he's game. unbelievable. Yeah, he's he knocking. He had twenty points. Yeah, he, he looked good. I don't know. The one guy I think I've been the most impressed with of either team is Delon Wright. He's been he's been a stud. Yeah, he's really he's basically stepped into what Fred was doing. Like well, not only that, but minutes. he's so he's bringing what he did in the regular season where he slides anywhere between the small forward and the point guard, and then on offense he's just been uh, he's been uh, his own guy, man. He's. That's actually awful. I was just looking up the tattoos right now. This yeah. guy actually just has a bunch of emojis all down his arm. Oh, my God. They're not even... Like, like not even good ones. Like, he has the guy walking and... The not hard, even good the hard, ones. The hard eyes the hard eyes. Like, the stupid, like, you know, like that. Not even eyes. good emojis. No. should have, like, the, the eggplant or something. Come on. <laughs> so that would be the peach. The peach. Just the poo. Yeah. Just the poo. <laughs> man. The guy's yeah. the skull, like... And Ty Lawson was literally in China a couple months ago playing basketball. And if you guys, if you guys could get an emoji tattoo, like gun to your head, you have to pick one to get tattooed on you. What do you pick? Oh, I'm getting the one with the sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Like it has to be one of those yellow face emojis, or like any uh, of the emojis. In yeah, I guess any. I mean, in a laughing, crying face in the middle of my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Some people know what you're about. That's yeah. a tough question. I've got a good sense of humor. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm on the spot here, too. I, if, I, if you have to pick one of the faces, then that's a little easier to narrow down. What you're going to get, like... Let's see. I'll have to look into it. Do you know what? I think I would just go... I would just go for the poo. The poo? Just the yeah, just, uh, yeah. I, I don't want people to get it twisted. I'm kind of shit. Like, <laughs> I'm, uh... Lower your expectations. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they'll see me rocking the, the poo on the... I, I don't know where I'd maybe right bicep. <laughs> I just get like a just 
a Zimbabwean flag or something just right on the Absolutely, neck. man. Well, if we're doing that, then I'd go get the South Korean flag yeah, on, there you go. right on the, right on the, uh, maybe covering my whole chest. Mm. So, because I'm a big fan of uh, my favorite UFC fighters, Duho Choi, uh, also known as the no, Korean Superboy. You explain the story behind <laughs> it a bit more. This, this is, this is, How did we get to this? We started uh, talking Mike Scott. <laughs> Mike Scott let us down this rabbit. It's Granton's yeah. finest. We're talking about emojis, I wanted to say CJ Miles should have the uh, the raindrop because he's mm. been wet in the first two games of this series. Man, there's no other guy where... You, I, I know whenever he's going to hit one, and I know like as soon as he gets a hand in his face, you're like, that's it. If I was a betting man, I, I'd rather someone contest his shots. This release is so quick. And so <laughs> I love it, man. It, it It's almost too wide open, then he misses it. But if he's just popping it... I love watching the meme mode, too. Like, yeah. I don't always see that in regular season. Oh, in the playoffs, he's just wetting threes in someone's face, and then he's just like doing the mellow yeah. cap or something. Yeah, he's stunned on them, man. He's... I'm a big CJ guy. I guess they got him for Corey Joseph in the offseason. Yep. That was the sign and trade. Yeah, that was a. I, I liked the move. Bit a, bit of a bittersweet move for me because I had the Corey Joseph jersey. So. And Corey Joseph was great with his time with the Raptors. It's yeah. been a pretty even trade for both sides. Oh, yeah, he's. Because yeah, Corey Joseph played all 82 games and he's been. Like the well, people forget. Yeah. People forget Corey Joseph's the same age as DeLon Wright. Like that's mm, that's true. That's it's just good. Delon Wright did all four years of college, so whereas uh, Joseph was a picked right out of his first year at, by the Spurs, so yeah, like uh, it's it's wild just thinking of it in terms of that because Corey Joseph, you forget how young he is. That people, I almost think he's a finished product just because of his play style. But Delon Wright, you you always think of as a work in progress just mm. because he's been in the league for so little. Mm. Just kind of weird how uh, that's just a pure perspective. Corey Joseph mm. still has room to grow, I think, and uh, Delon's been as we as we've already touched on, he's been an absolute animal in the playoffs so far. Yeah. Two games in. Yeah, you guys uh, catch any other series or? I love the uh, vintage D Wade performance oh. in game two of that. Man, he always he always shows up for the playoffs, man. He always shows up for the playoffs. I feel like D Wade's one of those guys that I I could be completely wrong, but I don't know if I've ever seen like a D Wade hater. Like maybe you could. I'm not. I don't. You could crap on like when they did the thing in Miami, the so to speak super team. But he's like, the one that was already there. Right? Yeah, so they came yeah. to him. I love D Wade. Yeah. He's he's one of my favorite guys, and he always has been. I just think he's such a stud. Yeah. He always just shows yeah. up. He's got the clutch gene. I watched the, was it the 06 finals against the Mavs? Like, I watched yeah. his highlight pack probably once a month just because he was a man on a mission. Now, one thing I saw, though, is the reason D. Wade is playing a lot better now than he has been the past two years is Miami's one of the few teams in the league that uh, does a weekly test of body fat index and watches every player's meals no cheat day, so apparently so. Dwayne, they're saying Dwayne Wade's uh, shed a few LBs since he's uh, been back yeah, from yeah. Cleveland, so, hmm. so uh, well, he seems to be, yeah, but seems to working, cook in Miami, yeah. well, yeah, like, well, I guess it's his home, too, yeah, that might be a little more comfortable, Either way, yeah, he's he's pulling out vintage performances. Uh, somehow the Pelicans are up 2-0 in their series. Yeah, I love that. that. It hurts my heart that DeMarcus Cousins is there. Yeah, yeah he's got to watch from afar. Yeah, 
because playoff Rondo, yeah, playoff that's Rondo. a thing too. Drew Holiday's going off. Out party, really. Yeah, yeah like they're. It's it's more solid of a squad than I thought they'd be going yeah. into it. I thought they, I thought they'll go as far as Anthony Davis can carry them, which yeah. is still true to a certain extent. But they're getting a lot more secondary uh, contributions than I definitely thought they would be. I saw someone say Damian Lillard is just a glorified JJ Barea with a SoundCloud. Dave Dollar, Drew Holiday though, like he's probably one of the better like uh, defensive guards and he's. Uh, Drew Holiday covering Lillard, like any so. game they played, Lillard's all for eight again. Yeah, yeah, like he's locking them down. Loss. Yeah. And he's dropping 30 plus. Yeah, points. he's been playing on a good Yeah. Well, yeah, like uh, the Portland backcourt is just piss poor defensively. Yeah. Like you're not going to. They have to win shootouts. Like, I don't think, yeah, and I don't think, realistically, I think they that team definitely has a ceiling for how good they can be yeah. considering. You can't have both of your backcourt players be complete like defensive liabilities no. like that. You you have to like teams can get away with it if like think Cleveland they had Kyrie uh, essentially guard the weaker the weaker guard while either J.R. Smith or Amon Shumpert would d up the other team's stronger guard. Same idea with Golden State with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Yeah. You can't you can't have Dame Dollar and uh, and uh, McCollum playing turn style defense out there. I think like the Rockets were kind of the same last year. Yeah, you know, like Chris Paul is the answer to that. Absolutely, problem. yeah. He, like, Chris Paul, he's definitely one of the more elite d- defensive point guards, and I think I, I think that'll definitely play in the West, considering some of the teams they might have to go through to get to the finals. Yeah, you got your Westbrook matchup. You got your Curry matchup. If uh, Portland somehow pulls off an ups- comes pulls off a comeback, you got a matchup with Dame Dollar, you, Chris Paul. You, I don't know. I think that's one of the uh, definitely one of the things I think puts Houston over the top is yeah. a defensive point guard. That really, because like, last year that was probably the biggest glaring hole on the team. Was well, Patrick Be- Beverly was hurt, so oh, it true. Was, yeah, it was, and that's just a hole offensively, even if. Patrick Beverly is right. playing. Chris yeah. Paul like balled out last night. James Harden had 12 points last night, and the Timberwolves still lost by 20. So yeah. that's not encouraging. No, <laughs> the Timberwolves have been disgusting. I'm pretty sure what Derek Rose had the highest usage percentage yeah. on the team. Carl Anthony Towns had five points, and Jimmy Butler shot like seven times. I, so. I saw something on Twitter. It was like, I think you liked it as well. Oh, about uh, who's taking all the shots? Yeah, it's like wait, like, wait, yeah. like the the Drake and Josh, like yeah. 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 <laughs> Wiggins. That's nice. Right, so. I don't know I, it's kind of a weird uh, Derek Rose dynamic though, because you see there, you see some media outlets shitting all over the Timberwolves because Derek Rose has taken most shots on their team, just kind of dismissing the fact that like if you've watched any of these games. Like, Derrick Rose, it's not like he's just ball-hogging out there. He's actually competing, whereas Towns is playing super soft right now. Towns looks terrible. I, don't, I wouldn't want to up his usage rate at this very moment if he's not going to actually show up for a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? Like The thing that I don't like is that Tyus Jones played more minutes than Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like, Jimmy Butler is the one where I don't Jimmy understand Jimmy Butler's a pit bull. Since not playing, like, his stars, yeah. like... Because yeah. that's what we were saying before the series was that like playing too much, yeah. Yeah, that's who he rides, <laughs> and the bench like is just nothing. But 
I don't know. I don't know what yeah, Tom Gallagher is doing. Yeah. Now, he now he listens. Sorry, yeah. Tom. Yeah, now, now he's now he's deciding to give the bench a look. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got here, so uh, time for you to take a rest, Jimmy. <laughs> Jesus. He just wanted those two extra home playoff gates. That's all he did this for. <laughs> yeah. Should we get into the uh, the Celtics? The... Well, I was even gonna say first the Cavaliers and Cavs LeBron. Yeah, that's bloodlust. Those bloodlust. Bags with steps. Those I don't know. The first game was a blowout, but I think I just wanted to see the Cavs lose, so I thought it was a great game. But I mean, yesterday LeBron was. The Pacers are, they're a good squad. Uh, they're, I don't, I, I think they're a better team. I don't <laughs> but like they just the don't have LeBron James. I don't like the Cavs. This is again, I'll say it. This is the worst Cavs team yeah. they've had since LeBron came back. Ever yeah. since like those trades and everyone getting hyped up about the, the reformation of the squad, <laughs> but then. Uh, it's like, but then Calderon's still getting there. It's <laughs> like it's, uh, what's his name? Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. Like they play for the Lakers when they sucked. Yeah. So what do you expect them to do? Nance had two points in 24 minutes. Clarkson Rodney Hood can't hit anything. That guy yeah. is terrible. And they're George Hill. Like George, wow. <laughs> like they're gonna change everything. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Like uh, George it's Hill. LeBron James, and if he's not getting 46 points. They're not gonna. They're not gonna win very often. We were saying in the car, like as we came here, if LeBron scores like twenty five points, twenty eight points in the game, they lose. Yeah. Like, well, who's gonna it's like thirty five slots? Who's gonna pick up the slack? Unless Kevin Love goes off or something. But Victor Oladipo's ability to get to the rim is completely exposing the Cavs because they have zero rim protection whatsoever. No. Well, and, and also one weird thing is uh, I don't know. I didn't look at the box score for the second game, but Tristan Thompson only played two minutes in the first game. He didn't even play in the second game, I don't think. And really? Kevin loves So are they just punishing him Tristan for... Tristan Thompson's dealing with his own I think it's just because he's trash. I, he is. Yeah. yeah, but who's who's less trash? Who's like? I feel like he's less trash than some of these guys in the rotation. I don't even know who was playing center in game two. Uh, I'm looking at it. said Kevin Love started at center. Yeah. And he, he, he like his backup. He, he uh, tore a ligament in his left hand. Who? Love. Oh, the last wow. game. But they, he's still playing. He's still they, playing. They, played, they played super small. Uh, Ants was their backup center. That's the only way they can keep up because everybody on Indiana is quick and mobile. Except for Miles. Well, Miles Turner is a pretty quick and mobile yeah. center. So that's... And Trevor Booker is like... He's pushing people around, yeah, and nobody can really... Trevor Booker is messing with people. Like, come on. And, like, I feel like the split is exactly what the Pacers wanted here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if anyone thought, really, they could take both games, but, like, if you said... I would have thought maybe the Cavs came out strong in game one and one at home, but, like, the split here for the Pacers is best-case scenario, because now they have home court. And I feel like Indiana, like... As small markety as it is, I feel like that's going to be a pretty rambunctious crowd. Yeah. It'd be kind of funny if this is the Pacers team that finally beats LeBron. Yeah. Because yeah. think of those matchups. They still got Lance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that, no Paul George. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like think of those dominant Pacers teams that would grab the one seed and then still lose to There's LeBron's that one, Heat. Like the actual seven game series. Now. Yeah. Really, and one of the yeah, <laughs> the pull of LeBron. I, after they won Game One, everybody's like Pacers stunned Cavs in Game One. Yeah. And like when was the last time we said a five seed beating a four in Game One is stunning? Yeah, like <laughs> honestly, that's a great. It's point. a four or five. How can it be stunning? Yeah, I, I, I think know. I think the Cavs are Pacers shock basketball world. <laughs> Cavs are very much a four seed if you've watched them play yeah, recently. They're not. Yeah. That, it's like, just LeBron. Cavs without man. LeBron are not a playoff team. 
Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. They're like the worst team in the league. Well, like Minnesota Timberwolves with Kevin Love yeah. were garbage. Like, as their featured star. So. And don't even, like, you could just replace LeBron with, like, a, a an above-average small forward. Like, put Paul George on that team. Like, no disrespect to Paul George. I don't think they'd make it the playoffs. Like, it's oh, literally... LeBron's playing point guard. He's, yeah, he's running he's the doing entire thing. He's running the show. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone in the league you could bring in to do what he's doing. Yeah. The closest you can maybe say is maybe Giannis could fake it as much, mm-hmm. but... There's not a lot of guys you can have doing what LeBron's doing right now. And like it is, I, I hate the Cavs, but like it, it as a, a fan of basketball, you have to respect what he's doing. Like when he just goes out and makes a team that's bitch, so to speak. It's like Absolutely, yeah. It's kind of it's awe, it's awe, honestly, when you watch him play like that. He yeah. just takes it to the rack every time, or he'll drain a three in your face, and you know he's just bawling out in front of your eyes. Absolutely. I'd, I still wouldn't mind if he's bounced for a show. I would love it. Oh, I, would love I mean, it. he dropped 46 points and they won by three. As a Raptors fan, I would want to play the Pacers over the Cavs. Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to play LeBron. Which is crazy to say. Because it's that's, just that's all it is. I don't want to play LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. He's as long as LeBron's in the playoffs, you can't say Cleveland doesn't have a chance at the finals. Yeah. I don't know. I think the more I'm looking at it, I'm not even worried about matchups anymore, except maybe the Sixers. But for the most part, I'm looking at it. and I don't know. I'm looking. I'm saying why can't they, I'm saying okay, this is the Raptors' best shot ever. They're the one seed. They shouldn't have to pick matchups. Like yeah. they proved throughout the regular yeah. season and best they in can, the East. They can beat all these guys. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I think I'm I'm worried. I'm done worrying about matchups. And I'm just saying, bring on whoever and let's the see problem. them. Let's see them win. Yeah. Well put. So, uh, Celtics Bucks. Celtics Bucks, yeah, I guess we could talk yeah, about that. Game one was that was awesome. Wow. That was one of the more electric finishes to that at was least like a horse overtime. Yeah, NBA like, kind of. Man, what do you guys think, uh, Eric Drew Bledsoe? I saw that. That was actually kind of funny. That was hilarious. Did you guys see that? Or? No. Uh, Terry Rozier in his interview after Game One accidentally called Eric Bledsoe Drew Bledsoe like oh. the quarterback, and then uh, and then. Uh, I, I, I got to give it to Eric Blood, so I, I don't know another guy that can just get bodied in game two by a point guard and then be petty enough that they Who's ask him? about Terry Rogier and he's like, and he, he obviously was still fuming after getting confused for uh, Drew Blood, so and he's just like, uh, I have no idea who that is. I, come, uh, the guy that just, yeah, yeah, guy that just, Eric Bledsoe and you've done nothing. Yeah, yeah like he's. You gotta respect that level of pettiness, though. Like I, I that's something I'd strive for. That's I'm one a, of the best parts of the NBA is yeah. like how petty some players. Oh, absolutely, man. I, I, I love that. Like, I, no, it's, I it's love the me one a good feud where people actually show their personality. Mm. Oh, they're not afraid to feud in the NBA. I love no, it. Yeah. I, yeah, but what? I'm all was it the, was it the Trailblazers and the Rockets? Or what team was it with the little, like, locker room? like Oh, tunnel, that, that was like, the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clippers, Clippers and, and Rock. Like, what? When Chris, Imagine that happening in the NHL. Like, no chance. Yeah, when Chris Paul led the troops through the <laughs> secret, secret tunnels of Staples Center. <laughs> I love Storm it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Jeez, <laughs> man, just uh, climbing the bunkers and yeah. running to... Yeah, it is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. I'm I, all about it. I know, I but as, going back to the Celtics, so they're they're balling out against the Bucks, but I don't know if averaging twelve and a half points per game, 
More than they were in the regular season with Kyrie Irving running the point. <laughs> okay. Brando's is not like, missing them. Brandon is in They're not missing them. <laughs> just, uh, just a taste of an upcoming Brendan Ballantyne tweet. Why why uh, Kyrie Irving is overrated, my column. <laughs> oh, man, I will write you a column. <laughs> <laughs> it will take me a while. That's like a Ken Cam- <laughs> That's like a Ken Campbell thing. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> why Drew Doughty? Why the Kings can never win again with Drew Doughty as their leader? My column. <laughs> I love Campbell it. Is, like one of the worst. <laughs> just like that, like very like distinct statement, and then afterward, I lose it any time mm-hmm. I see my column. Like these, <laughs> these are capital J journalists out here. Just, <laughs> I love it. But, love it. but yeah, uh, Kyrie, uh, yeah. The sideways eye emoji there. Uh, what are you gonna do, Kyrie? Jay Rozier, uh, maybe, maybe Jaylen the future. Yeah, I was gonna say, I hope so. Jalen Brown goes off like that. Absolutely. I also don't think the Bucks are very good though. At the end of the day, they have who? The, I, They're really underwhelming given their personnel. I think. Like I don't, I, I can't even tell you who their coach is. He's a complete rando. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Their, their rotations are kind of weird. Bledsoe hasn't been the impact guy that they thought they were no. getting. I, they don't have... Um, the guard play is probably the biggest letdown. Oh, absolutely. And with... Uh, What's-his-face hurt? Um, Parker? Oh, yeah. Jabari Parker. I was also thinking... Oh, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, oh he's okay. back. He's back? Yeah, yeah. He, hit the, he hit the three to tie it originally. Oh, shit, he did. Man, yeah. what was I thinking then? And then Terry Rozier hit one, and then Chris Middleton. Yeah, I guess, yeah. like, I don't know how I got He this. just came back. Yeah. Dalva man. <laughs> Dalva, He's got to play more than five minutes. Yeah. Dalva, man. You need him. He's you need him. finals games. Put that guy on Scary Terry and, uh... Let's see what... He'll know, is he? Yeah. Yeah, Rogier's not going to get, uh... Well, they have Shabazz Muhammad. Remember we were talking about him? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Shabazz, man. He's resurfaced. I haven't seen him play, though. He's, uh, emerged from the weeds. A resurrection. Jeez, man. Well, anyways, I think we just gave a pretty thorough... Look at both playoffs. Uh, what do you guys want to go to next year? Just a little Blue Jays love again. Just sure. Yeah, they're like sweat. Guys go off for a bit on that. Jays are hot all around. Just with no JD. What do you guys think of them streaming yesterday's game on Facebook? Oh really? That was the second. Yeah, I watched it. I put it, it on for a little bit. It's kind of cool. And I didn't really think anything of it. So they didn't have it on of, TV? No, it wasn't no, on TV. No, a lot of people were pissed about it, that it wasn't on TV, though. Like, Old man yelling at clouds. <laughs> I, like, living here, I don't have cable anyway, so I just stream everything, so I didn't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't different. affect me. It actually was there more people convenient. Who, people was, were complaining, basically saying that, you know, they pay for their cable package, and now they yeah. can't even watch the Jays on Sportsnet. But this is literally the only Jays game that's going to be like that this yeah, year. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Was it one a week in the majors or something like that? Uh, yeah, they, it's something like there's, there's like a, they're slotted for around like 20 something games. Every team's going to have at least one, mm. uh, Facebook live stream. That's kind of a weird new realm to go down, but I guess that's one way for these leagues to, uh, kind of tackle the issue of cord cutting. If, uh, people, if uh, the next millennial generation are going to keep, uh, if they're not going to buy cable packages and just stream illegally anyways, you may as well get these social media. Just embrace it. Well, these social yeah. media places like Facebook or Twitter, even uh, they were streaming some NFL games at one point. Yeah. Uh, if they're buying the rights, then that's in the future, that could almost just be the next TV deal is social media sites. Yeah. And then instead of people illegally streaming the Jays game, they'll just watch it. 
social media accounts anyways. It, it'll it's it'll be kind of wild yeah. to see how that. It's they definitely try to be more interactive with it too. Yeah, like they're like sending out questions and like the, the announcers literally saying like comment below like what oh, you really? think of, stuff okay. like this. Like they just have that's kind of topics cool. to speak up yeah. and they're like we're gonna have a post game interview with Teoscar Hernandez. Send us your questions, and yeah. they were asking, like, this is from so-and-so. There's a hot dog or something. Yeah, like, just <laughs> random stuff. But so, yeah. Hernandez, I guess, his English isn't great, so they were okay. asking about, like, what he ate pre-game, and he's just, like, talking about the pitches he was seeing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> the guy eats pitches. Yeah. That guy. He, he was eating pitches in that game. Though. That's <laughs> spent 31 runs in a three-game series. Yeah, that's it's Man, yeah, that, that game yesterday, like, I, I showed up to that one live, and... That was one of the more uh, impressive offensive performances. They were just uh, crushing the ball around the around the park. One guy that was kind of crazy. I think he was kind of the it, it was the TSN turning point was when they pinch hit Luke Maley for gift Ngope and Luke Maley somehow he's hitting everything. Where does that yeah. come from? Yeah. The mailman. He's He's it's delivering. it's wild, but the crowd actually they were they were feeling it after he hit got that hit with the bases loaded to crack the game open. That's when it started rocking. Uh, but yeah, yesterday uh, just to kind of talk about it, it was an absolute zoo because it was the back to back World Series sweater giveaway, and so it was a heavily attended game, even though it was a game at four in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and. Uh, because of the ice falling off the CN Tower, they closed pretty much every gate except two, and it was absolute pandemonium in the in the one square right in front of the two gates, man. Like it was like upward, it felt like ten thousand people crowded in one spot, and uh, you had like these people probably our age as uh, working security trying to herd this group of sheep, and then at one point this this line it like snaked through the concourse like up, down, up, down, and it was, me and my brother, we just kept following the line until we got to the end, we were like, what is going on here? And we tried to cut the line because there was just a group, huge group of people that just walked to the front as though, like, they owned the place, and we, we tried to kind of draft behind them, and we had one guy inflict a bit of vigilante justice and just <laughs> scream at my brother, saying he's going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> and, and then my brother kind of, like, turned around kind of like a dope, like, oh, are you talking to me? And he's like, yeah, I'm talking to you. And then some old lady, she also got in on the conversations. She's like, do you two not realize that I've been here for an hour and you're just going to cut? And we, we, we cut our losses. We're like, okay, we get it. We're, we're going to the back. We don't need this. Jeez. Either way, like, yeah, it was, that's a logistics nightmare. <laughs> like, just to find... Some of those giveaways are just... Yeah, it it was the perfect storm. Big giveaway day. Every, every, not even the gates were closed. Even just like around streets around the yeah. stadium were closed. Yeah. Like you had they people. Closed, like, the aquarium. <laughs> like maybe just to find the gate, we had to like go through. It was just a huge herd of people trying to find which street they could go down. You had people hopping fences and and uh, it was it was a weird scene. By the way, Jays started tuning the ball around and. Uh, I was going to say, in 111 less plane appearances than last year, Maley's already had, or Maley already has one more ribby. So. Yeah. His, his uh, OBP's got to be around, like, 470. 560. He's, oh, wow. Okay, that must have been up. Yeah, He's batting right. 470. 
Oh my god, yeah. this guy. So at what point is this guy just yeah, the, the new walk-off star- hit the other day, too? Yeah, man, he's feeling it. At what point is he just the new starting catcher? How much does he have to hit? Well, I mean, that's I time. No, I know, I know. I'm a big Russell guy, but yeah. I'm just saying I'd, it's not like Russell's tearing the cover off the ball. At what point do you – if this guy going to just keep – Yeah, I guess you ride him, but I don't expect – like. Oh, I don't either, but I – But it's just nice because coming into the season and the past couple seasons, even when you ha- you're having like Josh Tolley, yeah. everyone's chirping like – The backup we catcher. We don't have a backup catcher. like a black hole. Yeah, exactly, and to see him like come out to a hot start. And they say that like, he frames the like, games well. Like he's a good defensive catcher. That, that was the – what everyone said about him last year, yeah. even though his bat was atrocious. So like, well, at least he's he's good behind the plate. So if he can have, like, half the production he has right now for the rest of the season and just, like, his relief appearances, that'd be blessed. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. It, it's a good time to be a Jays fan, good time to be a Red Sox fan, too. And um, this Probably is not so great of a time to be... A Yankees fan? No. The Jays are three up. and a half up on the Yankees. They're, they have a four-game series starting tonight, and then after that, it's a three-gamer with the Red Sox. So I know. These will be big, big matchups. Yeah. They're 12-5. and five. See if they can keep it going. They got the third-best record in the AL right now. It's obviously early, but the Yankees, you have Stanton's to be... Struggling. Well, you have lost. to be worried. You have yeah. to be worried when you're paying Stanton that much to look like an absolute bum. Is it AL He's, pitching? Like, what is... What is the deal? Why is he so... Like, well, he, him after everything he NL East, he, in the NL East, he's still got a healthy dose of, like, Max Scherzer and the Mets, so... And he's... I don't know. Like, so, I don't know what weird. it is. He looks lost at the plate. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess he can't handle the... I'm very happy I took him first can't round. handle the Dylan Bundy's fantasy baseball league. Yeah. No, yeah, well, a lot of people took him early, because... Well, why, why wouldn't you? Why he... Would he, right? he he had that those gaudy home run totals last year, and then you're just moving into Yankee Stadium, which is already a launching pad because they, their porch is pretty much on the infield, as far as I can tell. And you're protected by Aaron Judge. And exactly. And, like and Didi Gregorius. Yeah. Like he, He's been their biggest bright spot. Didi's been yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, that was a... I took a mid-round flyer on him. I uh, <laughs> held off on the shortstop market in fantasy baseball this year, and Didi's been one of the best. So. Benefits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah it, at least it'll definitely be interesting to watch as the year goes on because the Jays are kind of – they have a lot of guys out overperforming, but you also kind of look at the fact that they are pitching really well. And it's not – they a lot of these guys, while they're putting up huge stats, they do – they're they're talented players that have shown flashes before. I just don't think they're all going to be – putting up all-star numbers. Because they're all hot, like, at the same time right now, yeah. and obviously a few of them are going to endure some cold stretches. But I think as you see, like, Steve Pierce, Curtis Granderson, and Luke Maley go down, like, Russ Martin's not going to hit 100 all year. Devin Travis isn't going to hit 100 all year. Randall Strom is not going to pitch like he is. Exactly. Man. So, while you can say some guys are hot, it's all going to it's gonna balance out. Just take advantage of the hot stretch while you can. Yeah. yeah I think they said yesterday on the broadcast they have 20 games in the next 21 days. Yeah. So, yeah. which is perfect to capitalize on when you're hot. Yeah. So, very true. Absolutely. Get the wins all the Hopefully they get Donaldson back soon. They've done all this pretty much without a healthy Donaldson. So, so that's... Done excellent. He's been amazing. Yeah. But I would just slide him over to second base once you get Donaldson back or have Donaldson DH because there's no Morales there. So. DH is probably the better call. Yeah. Solarte, he's, he's an animal. 
That guy. Uh, although if you you if you throw him a first pitch uh, breaking ball, he's swinging at. That's how you get a quick strike on him. He's <laughs> he swings from his shoes on the first pitch every time. But uh, he's got so much swagger. I love it. Yeah. He might be he's my spark plug, man. He's he might be one of my favorite players on the Jays right now. So. So yeah, that, there's some Jays talking, and I think uh, that's just kind of going to wrap up uh, daily news topics. Uh, we're going to head into our segments. Uh, what do we got for the Sporkle quiz today, Ray? Uh, we're going to do our best to name the Stanley Cup champions, finalists, and Con Smythe winners from about the last what 40 years, is it? Yeah, from 1980-81 to 2016-17. How much time we got for? We got eight minutes. So, oh, maybe so. Let's power through this. All right. I'm going to click, and we are underway. Okay. Ready, so are we starting from the 80? We're going to do the Islanders. 1980-81. We got Islanders. I guess Islanders will show up a lot here. Oilers? Yeah. Yep, Oilers will definitely cover a lot of grounds here. Oilers, I think, lost one of those Islanders teams? No? Somewhere the Canadians Canada, won. Yeah, yeah. yeah Montreal. Yeah. The Flames won the other cup in the 80s. Yep, that's a good call. Um, the Penguins. 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 Well, uh, did you want to just do the Stanley Cup champions first? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, 93, 94. That's uh, Rangers. Rangers, yeah, New York Rangers. Devils. Devils, 95. Avalanche. Got the Avalanche. Stars. Uh, Ducks and Hurricanes and... Stars and like Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning, yeah. and then uh, and you go Kings. Bruins, Kings, Blackhawks. Bruins. A lot of repeats once you yeah. see it. Okay, so we got all the champions by the for a league bit. touted for its parity. There's a lot of repeats with only a couple. Okay, so so finalists 2016 17. That's the Sharks. The yep. Predators. Oh wait, no, that was Predators. Predators. Yeah, Predators is last year's. 2010-11, uh, Bruins over Canucks. Canucks will be there twice. 06 07, Ducks over Senators. Shout out Heater. Dallas Stars. Sabres. Yeah, Sabres. Yeah. Panthers Wings. were one of those. Florida Panthers. Panthers. The Red Wings beat the Capitals. So now we're missing 97-98. The Capitals. Capitals? Okay. Uh, so now we're going to delve into the Consmite. So, wow. Butch Goring... I don't. I think he was the first Islanders Goring. Fan, so I don't think he's on that one. There yeah. you go. Is he? Yeah. It's Goring. Uh, Bossy. Mike Bossy. Yeah. Potvin. No. So. Chachi. I don't know if Billy Smith ran one. Yeah. Billy Smith. Oilers. You uh, do the usual suspects. That's the mess. Yeah. So Canadian. Wah. You won three. Uh, there's an Oilers with Curry. Could be Curry. No. What about coffee? Anderson? Anderson. Was it coffee? No. What Peter? about? Yeah, I can't hear Bill Ranford's one. Bill Ranford. I don't know who that was. One. <laughs> I know, this is jumping ahead a bit, but... Is, uh, is that Newendike? Oh, that sounds right. Or maybe Theo no, Fleury. Newendike got an older one. Fleury, uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Lane McDonald was on that. Yeah, game. Lane McDonald. What about um? He won one for the Wings, I know. There's another guy uh, on that Flames team. That's it's annoying me. I can't remember. 
Al McInnes. It's Al McInnes. Al McInnes, yeah, that's... All right, so... Oh, that Flyers one? Has. That Flyers... Uh, Edmonton Flyers is Reggie Leach. Oh, Reggie Leach, okay. On the losing team. So oh, that's right. Do you want to go another losing team? More recent. Uh, probably Lemieux in there for the Penguins, yeah. Mario and... Oh, we got Claude Lemieux, too. Claude Lemieux, wow, that's a big one. Colorado Avalanche, would that be Sackick or Forsberg or... Yeah, Sackick. Sorry, it's not Reggie Leach, it's uh, Ron Hextall. Reggie Leach won one in the seventh. Yeah. Red Wings, Capitals. Uh, That's... 97-98-Federer-I-wanna-say-Eisen-Yeah-it's-Eisen-And-then-Lidstrom-99-2000-Lidstrom-Devils-is-probably-Broke-Broder-What-about-Is-it-Broder-It wasn't-What-about-like-
I just <laughs> the sun beaming down on you. I don't know. I sounds it, like it's gonna be the summer, Bray. Yeah, it might be. It very well might be. And again, like with the beach there, I've never really had a pool, so to me, yeah, that's a good I, get, I get the convenience of the pool because you can use it yeah. in months that are not summer if it's in ground or something like that. Yeah. But it's beach all the way for me. I'm going the opposite. I'm saying pool, mainly because the one beach in Rockwood's at the conservation area, and most of the time they tell you don't go in the water. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going pool just because uh, a bit more convenient mm. for me. You go, you hang out in someone's backyard, you get the music going. Basically everything out of beach, but it's like yours. It's yours. You don't have to deal with other people. You know, that's fair. No kids running around screaming everywhere, so a bit more laid back at the pool. I get you. I'm going to go pool as well. Uh, well, the easy layout point is that you don't get sand all over you, so That's it's not as, not, as, not as dirty. But uh, Some people just thrive in the sand. The next, the next thing I'm going to admit is last year I took a trip to Cuba, like to an all-inclusive resort type thing. They had a pool on the resort, mm. and basically I spent all my days there, and there was a beach I could have walked to across the street, could have, in Cuba, got the Cuba experience, but I never went to the beach in Cuba. <laughs> I stayed at the pool the oh, entire yeah. week. You, got this, you don't have so, to swim up bar at the beach. Exactly. Too. So, I've, I'm being honest. I take pool over beach. That just That's just what I've done fair historically. Point, fair point. Uh, I think I'm going to make it a 3-1. Oh, wow. 3-1, I go with pool, but just I want to preface it with saying I'm, I'm a pretty big beach guy, but... Uh, nothing wrong with the beach. Nothing wrong with the beach. Like, uh, I'm, not, I'm no stranger to the sweet surf, but uh, I, I'm a big pool guy in the sense that, as you point out, I'm, I don't like getting dirty. I, Soft. I, I just have a, I have a pool in my backyard where... If I'm having a long day, I'll just crack a beer and put my put my feet in the water. Or sometimes we pull out the basketball net and play a little mm. pool basketball. Like there's just a, multiple activities can yeah, are accommodated, and it's just in my own backyard. Like I see, I'm the kind of guy that like I'll go in the water, and then while I'm soaking wet, I'll lie in the sand just to get myself dirty. Don't crazy, but yeah, I feel like that's a there's no losing answer there. Yeah, you can, that's you can enjoy, you can enjoy it either. Very, very much. Absolutely. It's summertime, and there's no losers in the summer. No one loses in the summer. <laughs> As we say, it's summertime. It's like four degrees. It's <laughs> <laughs> so disappointing. Yeah, well, I wish it was two days ago. Yeah. It's because we live in Canada. Yeah. Oh, what well, well, the summer weather we've been having. Shit, <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to move on to our next issue that we're talking, uh, well, summer season's also grilling season, so what are you guys what are you guys grilling up in the old BBQ? You having your hot dogs or your burgers here? I think I'm going to go burgers. I, uh, the hot dogs, I, I, there's an ease to them that is nice, but I like the more uh, gourmet aspect of the hamburger. You can, you can make it your own. It's very versatile. You can throw some garlic or some onion in your patty you can make turkey burgers you can make ground beef burgers you can kind of do whatever um you can i find that like burgers kind of take it to the next level like you can put some pretty 
stellar condiments on them. You make like some bacon to put on, you saute some mushrooms or some onions. Whereas with a hot dog, I'm kind of just shoving it in my face with ketchup and mustard on it. Like, I don't, I'm not. Right now. So, so for me, I just, I don't know, just total dad mode standing out there with a bush in my hand cooking <laughs> a burger, you know. Uh, that That's what sells it for me. So You rocking an apron? Like yeah, one of oh, those yeah, dad Chris aprons? Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> That that's the only way to do it, man. That's the only way to grill. Yeah. What are you saying, Cam? I'm going the same way. I'm picking burgers just because, like, basically what Ray said, you kind of get more options with it. Like he said, you know, you make a hot dog. It's just simple. You're going to ketchup, mustard. I realize you can go all out and, you know, get the onions and relish and all that. But a burger, you go and get your onions, your lettuce, some bacon on there. And then, like you said, the condiments, like... Putting barbecue sauce in a burger is so good. Mm. You can kind of just you can take you it. Can, yeah, you can kind of make it more. It's a fantasy land. Yeah, you can make it more unique and kind of do what you want. Whereas a hot dog's meant to be simple. Mm. I'm probably gonna go hot dog, but I'm also at the same time I'm that guy that if I'm at a barbecue and they're cooking up hot dogs in a hamburger, oh, you get straight, straight up. I get both. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's really no wrong answer for me. Absolutely, you gotta dip your toe in both pools, man. Yeah. And. Well, that being said, like, if it's those, like, little Schneider's Red Hots hot dogs. The ones the like, those, Like, those really... Yeah, those ones are... That's meant for bulk eating hot dogs. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but if it's like a... <laughs> it's like a jumbo ballpark yeah, yeah, type yeah, of yeah. dog, you can get oh, I'm all in on those. I feel that. I love those. I feel that. Yeah, that's music to my ears. That's... That, that's... A, just the jumbo dogs, yeah. man. That's... Uh, when you get a good Frank, I think... have some substance. Absolutely, man. The best hot dog... It's uh, the best barbecue hot dog in my mind. I think that beats the best burger because everyone talks about throwing all these fancy burger condiments out there. But unless you get like some like really try-hard mom putting out a spread, for the most part, you're just I'm, I'm, you get the same stuff. I'm a try-hard mom. <laughs> yeah, you, you got your sautéed onions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, for the most part, it's just usually the same stuff tossed out on the buffet line. So I'm I'm a big guy. I'm a yeah, I'm a big ballpark Frank guy. I'm just going to put a point in your guys' park where I think it's way easier to cook hot dog on an open fire. Oh, absolutely. Fire yeah. You don't need to, like, depending on the type of burger you get, you don't need to worry about undercooking a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, Whereas a burger, you, sometimes people put in specific orders. They want it, like, medium medium rare. Or, I honestly don't think you have to worry about overcooking a hot dog either. Like, no. It can be exactly. charcoal. It's nice having a That's the thing. Yeah. Those charred hot dogs, especially when you do it on an open fire, yeah. like it's I can almost better. try to burn them. That's versatility yeah, like you read sure. about, man. Absolutely. It's not. better burnt to crap. Yeah. Again, you can't lose. And yeah, the, as you said, man, I'm getting hungry now. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, where's dinner? Yeah, I, actually, though. Which... Which uh, sports bar were you catching this Leafs game at? Oh, are you guys going to watch? Maybe. Yeah, I Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have people to watch it with now that actually, <laughs> really? like, did you support? go by yourself? Nah, Joey ended up coming, but oh, okay. he was just cheering for Boston, so. Yeah, so it wasn't fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah. You guys are all out to count. Negative Yeah, okay. Um, Absolutely. So oh, we got a, we got a watch party. We got a bench life watch party here. <laughs> Anyways, going on to our next edition. So that we got Campfire Patio. Well, I'm, before we get into this, what if, you have like a fire pit, like in your backyard. Yeah, that the just a fire pit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fire pits. That's that's the case for that's the case for fire pits. You have like the patio around, 
Yeah. But the fire pit, like, on the No, when I'm talking patio, I'm like, saying you're, like, it's... Like a it, bar type like patio? A, yeah, like yeah. a sweet setup there. Like, you're... Like, the sun's out shining, you have a cold beer in your hand, a little... Uh, a brew house a little, on the Grand in downtown. That's Paris. what I'm saying, man. That's the spot. That's the spot. It's, so when you say patio, you're talking, like, you're out somewhere, like... Yeah. Okay. Either way, you're, you have a group of friends, you're consuming alcohol, what would you say? Money is no object. What would you say? Is no oh, okay. Oh. Exactly. So Brendan's paying for this. You could have a very expensive campground to have a fire on, the or you company card, or you could just have a crappy little, a dinky little <laughs> chimney in your backyard, or you could be on this giant patio. It's you let your mind run wild with it. What are you saying? I'm going uh, patio yep. because patio. Is mainly day drinking, whereas campfires I find are. <laughs> so the earlier I can get drunk, the better. Um, I would rather, like as you said, if money's no object, I would rather have someone cook for me at a like restaurant on the patio than me cooking for myself at a campfire. And at the patio, normally, like if it's an afternoon, like you have the Jays game on the TV or something like that, so there's something to watch. And that's that's my case. I'm going campfire. Okay. Because I I can honestly just sit there and like stare at fire all night. Mm-hmm. And one, of go and, yeah, <laughs> one of those kids. Yeah. One of those kids. Bring No, you just hey, you you get the music walk. on. Kumbaya. You put some music on. You have the fire going. Very chill. Yeah. You just kind of sit, relax. It's obviously like a patio is good, but I think just the whole. I don't know, to me, the fire part of it, which, again, sounds kind of messed up, the fire part is what makes me pick the campfire over the patio. Because the patio experience you can get at home around the campfire as well. I think, like, the nostalgia almost of yeah. the campfire. and the smell of it. Mm-hmm. I love well, the smell of a fire. Yeah, is, uh, I'm a fan of both, but, like, I think the only thing that uh, I would take patio for over campfire is there's no real time restriction to going on that's true. like for campfires it's kind of you have to have it at night or you don't get the same experience yeah fair. but for a patio you could go out for some lunch or go out for like a late night sort of yeah. hang out and yeah there's i'm just a fan of both there's nothing wrong with it yeah I don't know, my case for the fire is I'm in fact i'm infatuated with just the uh process of keeping that puppy burning like, <laughs> and it's borderline dangerous when you get drunk, but you, since it's your fire pit, you feel like the the the, the you're, man in charge. You're so you're the pit master. absolutely. So you're you're out there. You're you're poking and prodding to you're you're throwing a kindling in. You're dragon. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, it's an art in itself. So I I respect that game too much to not pick campfire, but mm. patio that that definitely that has its perks. Definitely the. The fact that patio time is twenty four seven, like that's, but uh, I'm a bit of a nighthawk, so the campfire that's that's where I, that's my domain. Have you ever sorry? Have you ever been on a patio that's like been infiltrated with like bees or flies or something? Oh yeah, that is, and you like, can't escape it. Yeah, yeah, that is the like biggest knock for me sometimes. The worst is when you don't go anywhere. Yeah, especially when you like if you order food and then all of a sudden they start swarming. It's, I'm, I'm, Trapped. This is this is how I die. This is my hell. <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you show up to a campfire at a place like, like you know, maybe it's a friend of a friend, you show up and you, you're trying to 
figure out who the who owns the house. Yeah. It's it's the man that has the stick yeah. around oh, the yeah. campfire. He's probably, he's probably that's the guy with the power. The one with the red glow on the end. Although yeah. there have been times I've inserted myself into the equation that shows up. You've moved up the food chain guys. really quickly. You've taken <laughs> you've seized the stick. Sometimes power. the campfire needs an alpha dog, so yeah. <laughs> I step up. Last one. Yeah, this one's not so much of this or that so much as just discussing uh, lawn games. So, uh, lawn games, we're talking to you, you're just kind of chilling on a lawn, you're day drinking, beer in the hand, other hand. Uh, That's a very talk. key point of it, beer in the hand. Beer in the hand, baby. You have to be able to play. Exactly, these are all games Every that... Every game is one-handed, yeah. Exactly, these are one-handed games we're talking, and... Uh, so obviously we're not talking playing lawn soccer or some shit like that. We're talking, it's a laid back afternoon and you're just kind of, kind of shooting some pong. What yeah. what are you guys saying here for lawn games? Uh, I'd probably pull out the Yu-Gi-Oh dual deck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to hit them. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Do, 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 do. Ten hours later, it's nighttime. Things are getting crazy. Man. Uh, I gotta say, I'm normally the guy, like, I don't have, like, the long games at my house. It's normally, like, I'm at my buddy's house, yeah. and then we play whatever's there. Um, I'm a fan of washers, but I think, for me, I'm gonna go, like, I feel like this is almost like the classic long game, bocce ball. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's all reliable. Absolutely. Like, it's, there's some skill, but, like, you can, you have to be pretty, pretty bad to not... Like have some success at bocce ball. You can do teams and stuff like that. Yeah. I just like the casual aspect, the just simple rolling stuff like that. There's not too much strenuous or uh, anything that's over the top. But I will say, uh, one of my birthday parties in grade eight, we were on the beach down by the house and we were playing bocce ball. My one buddy, um, he it was his turn to throw the white ball. And he just like hummed it as hard as he as far as he could, and just pegged this old lady in the thigh like on the sidewalk, just walking along the beach, just completely airmailed right in the thigh. And she just dropped like a sack of potatoes, and like he he didn't even want to own up to it. Like he was trying to like turn the other way, and then my mom was like, "God, oh, buddy, you got it." You got it. And everything was fine after that, but like we were like, "Oh my god, dude, what the?" So. Yeah, I like that aspect too because you can name you can name old ladies. Is that also a case for lawn darts? Or? Yeah, fair, fair <laughs> it's like a bit less dangerous. Than yeah, a bit less lethal. Jeez, I'm going washers because I used to have it in my house and I got really good at it good after a while. So nothing, really nothing other than personal experience. I feel like it's another thing where yeah. everything's fun in its own aspect. You can't really lose, but. Just having lawn or uh, washers at my house, being able to play that, and you know my brothers would try to play, and I just have no mercy for them. <laughs> it's another game I could beat them at, so I kind of grew to like it a lot. There you go. When you put it in the shithole, like it's just like the oh, most yeah. disheartening feeling. Like you're just like airmailing yours, and then buddy's just like throwing like lasers into the middle, and yeah. it's just like oh, you're crushing someone's soul. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to Can Jam. Yeah, yeah I've had uh, it's it's fairly I've had some fairly new experiences with it. Like I haven't played it very often, but like I've had some fun when I've played it. But the old reliable classic that I'm gonna go with is Horseshoes. Mm. There's, yeah, yeah, there's horseshoe saying, pits everywhere. I was gonna and, say like 
one underrated thing is when you get you find someone with a legit horseshoe setup. That, in my mind, that's actually the gold standard. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's a nice way to go about it. Like, yeah, this it's a pretty simple game. I've never played horseshoe. Never. Never. Yeah, like it's, it's a good time. Fun. I had one in my backyard. My one of my dad's house is in this. It's pretty fun. Like we made it ourselves. We just got a little bit of sand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a good time. It's a good, good game. Uh, yeah, just to talk about Can Jam a bit, I, I'm a big fan of Can Jam, but I, I got a wonky wrist, so I can never throw a Frisbee straight, so my partner, it, I gotta really build a bond with them that they can read my slice, yeah. it's like golf, I can't throw it flat, it, I've gotten good at actually curving it at the, at the can, but if I don't have a partner that can read the, read the curve, mm -hmm. so I've had... It's almost purely on my partner whether our team does well, which you could also say would be on me too. But I, <laughs> I don't know, man. If you look at my throws, they're, they're, uh, they play, they play. <laughs> but uh, for me, I don't know. There's there's a lot of different games that we didn't even really mention, like arrow roulette. Arrow roulette, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, that that's from grown ups. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I have the depth perception to dodge <laughs> air coming straight down in my head, man. Right? Yeah. 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 But anyway, so some other games so what is that? It's ladder golf or I've heard it called testicle golf. Like the, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. the that's a good one. Yeah. One one setup we have going in our backyard is we got some pails that we uh, like one of those Home Depot pails, and we get uh, we get twelve of them and set up giant beer pong. So that's that's a fun time. And then um, and then if you want to turn it into a bit of a contact sport, you just take the hose and put it in the middle, and then uh, you play a live ball for balls like uh you know how on table one if you get your rebound you can do a trick shot it turns into just slide tackling each other <laughs> on a wet gra on wet grass to try and get the ball and so that's that's a good time although it, once it reaches that level you maybe have to put the beer down unless you're on a wrist just accidentally flying knocking a glass bottle on someone as you're chasing down by the way, I don't know. It's a, that's a fun setup, but yeah, all those. I'm I'm a big cornhole guy too. I uh, there there's the there's I'm gonna say around four and a half beers where I just that's the point where I just start swishing and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird, man. Like I I'll just hit like four in a row where it's just straight in the hole and it's like I, I'm taking over <laughs> like heat check time. My time. And then I get cocky and I have a bit more beer and then uh, it's it's over. It's it's the it's a sweet spot. It's just a sweet window of pure cornhole bliss, where I'm just I'm just draining. Well, anyway, so uh, before we close out here, uh, just to remind you guys to uh, subscribe, rate, and comment with us on iTunes. Here, you can also find us on SoundCloud, and uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Bench Life Sports. And uh, until we talk to you guys next, you know where to find us. We'll be on the bench. We'll be on the bench.